You really do suck. To are we there yet? An exploration and education in anime. I'm your anime idiot, Patrick Dugan. I am an anime expert, D. Hollander. And I'm Brenda McCullough, your anime liar. Gotcha again. We swapped it up again. One more audible. We do it again. <laughs> uh, <laughs> gotta stay on your toes. <laughs> run it back one more time. Always keep, always keep you on your feet. Though it seems to always be me, so you could probably catch on the trend pretty quickly. <laughs> liar, liar, plants for hire. <laughs> Gotta employ these plants somehow. They're not paying their fair share of the rent. That's for sure. Uh, but yeah, we uh, decided to swip it, switch it up this time. Uh, Vinland Saga is now my white whale of this podcast. We'll watch it someday, but boy howdy. Do we not, not, need, to talk, not need to talk about the subject matter of that one this week? So... Yeah, We're European changing combat can uh, wait. It's not common in too much anime, so uh, eventually, but yeah, <laughs> we can sit that not one out in this moment. So, mm-hmm. what do we have going on instead? We're swapping it out for well, I want to say an oldie, but oldie for me is like the '60s, so like not quite <laughs> that old. Um, but it, it's not recent. It's uh, I probably should have looked up this date. I'm gonna say like 2010ish. Mm. Uh, but serious, I, I enjoyed quite a bit, and apparently there was some kerfuffle about the season two of it. I think mostly people were just upset it doesn't end. It's kind of left on, like, a cliffhanger, oh. and there's no real indicator of when it'll wrap up. But honestly, I don't remember what it was, and I enjoyed the series, so it's good in my book. Also, I looked it up, and it was 2014 when it came out. 2014? All right, not that old, actually. I thought it was a little older. I mean, uh, still eight years old. <laughs> the full <laughs> my body. <laughs> um, but yes, anyway, uh, we're watching Noragami. Mm-hmm. Uh, D, is this something that you've ever heard of? No. Oh, I feel like, well, maybe I've heard the title, but I feel like it's one of those titles where it's just like, what's that? Yeah. You know? Like, it's so short, it's not, it doesn't describe anything. Yeah, like a Tsuritama. I don't know what that means, but mm-hmm. it's a fishing anime. But, you know, <laughs> it's just like, okay, cool. That's yeah, a title. Pulling, yeah. pulling up uh, the date it came out, I see it, uh, it translates to Stray God. So. Oh. Yep. That, gam- of course, Gami. Because, mm-hmm. <sighs> like, Shinigami and... Uh, yeah. <clears throat> anyway. It's Death Note again. <laughs> it's Death Note again. Death Note. <laughs> the sequel. The squeakle. I mean, there is a sequel to Death, at least in the manga. We won't get into that. I don't have the energy Why to get not? into that. Because <laughs> it's not good. How do you know? It might be. I didn't actually read it. I just know it gets very political. It's like, I don't need this in my manga. <laughs> Did you know there's, there was a Death Note musical? I didn't I'm know like, that, mm-hmm. but I'm not surprised. Uh, well, okay. It's like a thing On in Japan. Broadway? <laughs> well, yeah, so it's a thing in Japan to make animes, like, into musicals. Like, there's, like, a yeah. Black Butler musical and stuff. So but you show, it's oh, very good. the Death Note musical did get translated to English. And oh. the album, the person who plays Light Yagami is Jeremy Jordan, who is, like, a bona fide Broadway actor. Ooh. So that's weird. 
Okay. I mean, this, uh, my eyes are opening to the possibilities <laughs> with this podcast now. Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> I mean, it's hard to find them translated, but. I don't know theater stuff. I'm not good at that part. <laughs> We got that was you. just a huge revelation for me. <laughs> I don't know why. Just being like, yeah, the way that like there's a Rocky and Spider-Man Broadway musical. Yeah. yeah. Uh, same thing for anime. Yeah. Very similar concepts. <laughs> I'm not too surprised that it's Death Note. A, because there's like five live action Death Note movies. Like they just keep redoing it because it's so popular. Mm. Uh, but Willem Dafoe was Ryuk in the most he recent was. one. So like it's got power still somehow yeah very i never watched the netflix one because i heard it was real bad but willem shocker willem defoe (laughs) playing ryuk is inspired what a a very good like who else would have (laughs) anyway that's got nothing to do with (laughs) (laughs) but yeah that uh uh, once we get into the willem defoe talk you can tell we don't know (laughs) anything Shall we dive in? Yeah. Let's. Yeah, let's watch the first three episodes. Penny for a wish, governor. Penny for a wish. (laughs) Please. I was surprised they chose to go British in a Japanese anime with the dub, but uh, I respect their choice that they did. It's just Yato going around like, spare change. (laughs) I mean, not to immediately uh, justify British stuff. When I first started watching this, I was getting some weird Doctor Who vibes that I was not expecting. (laughs) Really? Okay, yeah. Interesting. Hmm, I was good quickly dissipated but <laughs> at first glance i was like is this kind of what we're doing no all right okay okay <laughs> never this, mind this feels like a series that could go on for 20 some odd years and the writing just absolutely plummet in quality i can see that <laughs> um yeah realize that, like watching again i'm just like oh it's bleach again and Jujutsu kaisen and a bunch of other animes that are based around the spirit world and like and soul eater <laughs> and soul yeah it was another soul eater um but, uh, yeah, I watched this back, not when it came out, but I watched this a few years ago, the whole series. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really enjoyed it. But I would always describe it to people as, it's bleach, but good. <laughs> <laughs> or at least, you know, enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, maybe I'll save good until the end when we <laughs> decide. <laughs> um, but, yeah, episode one starts out with uh, a bunch of kids stressed out in school, getting ready to take a test. They're all panicking about, you know, whether they studied hard enough. And we see just interspersed between all these are just shots of, like, eyeballs, like, materializing and, like, floating in air looking around. And then we see one girl kind of stands out amongst everyone else. We hear people, like, kind of, like, talking shit about her and, like, bullying her and be like, ah, she missed so many days already. She should have just stayed gone. She's just a burden on everyone else and all that shit. So it seems like a lot of stress building up and specifically with this one girl. And then all of a sudden we see a giant lamprey demon outside the window uh, saying that the girl sucks. And um, everyone kind of snaps her when uh, it says that, like they all say it in unison. And uh, the girl freaks out, understandably, uh, and yells out for help. And then we see a guy in a tracksuit flips up a coin and says, Payment received. 
and before he goes flying in to fight the giant uh, creature, which he calls a phantom. So phantoms are the big spiritual baddies in this. And uh, we see a woman baddies. with them turning. <laughs> very hot, very sexy. <laughs> oh, yeah, they're insta baddies. Uh, and we see a woman next to him, and she uh, turns into a dagger. He grabs her, and they go in fighting, and he kill, uh, saying like a prayer before killing all the phantoms real quick. And he, uh, after he defeats them, he like tosses the dagger up, and he's laughing to himself like, "Haha, didn't even break a sweat." And uh, we see the woman or the weapon revert back into the woman, and she's like dusting herself off, like, "What do you mean sweat? I stink now after you held me like that," <laughs> and immediately calling him out on his shit. Uh, and she starts going into like how much she hates working for him and how much she hates his job and all this stuff and that she's quitting and uh, saying that her god doesn't even have a shrine he has no work followers nothing he's a worthless god and she hates working for him uh, so he finally caves and releases her from his uh, his service and she like um, stops immediately stops crying she jumps and is like all right see you loser eat shit bye and like runs <laughs> off and is like all he right got it. <laughs> Sets the tone real quick. Uh, and then we get the opening, which is a bona fide banger. Slaps like high hell. Pretty Love rough Absolutely. One of the rare uh, uh, opening songs where the subtitles has like a narrative you can follow and isn't just like the destiny of our dreams and <laughs> our tomorrows. And I, I was like, oh, okay, cool. I'm digging this. Mm. All the music in the show uh, was working for me. Real on point. Uh, I did not notice that. I was headbanging every time and did not read the subtitles. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, so we come back to uh, the man in the tracksuit spray painting a giant ad uh, on a wall and find out his name is Yato. And he adds for himself saying like, need a God, need a wish fulfilled? Give me a call. It's only for like- For a good time. <laughs> call Yato. <laughs> <laughs> Just do a remix of that song, which is Yato. <laughs> uh, and uh, he says he needs to find a new regalia. That was uh, his lady friend, who was his weapon. Uh, so he's got to find and replace and get a new weapon. Uh, but he says it's not like he has a ton of work coming in, so he'll he'll take whatever work he can, even if he doesn't have a weapon yet. Uh, and then he gets a call saying someone's cat is missing. So he goes out to look for it, because dude's got to eat. My lord. The cat's name is Malord. So good. <laughs> and uh, we see he starts uh, looking for the cat. And while he's running around screaming for the cat's name, uh, we see three girls walk by and they see uh, the cat's missing poster. And they start talking about the cat. And they're like, oh, Malord's a weird name. We're like, well, it's not like it's, it's, you know, it's not like my cat who I named after this pop idol that I love. And they're like, ooh, well, you should have named after this pop idol that I love. And they're like, oh, hey, Yuri, what about you? Who, like, who's a guy you have a crush on? She's like, well, and we see her take out her phone, and it's like an MMA fight <laughs> with a guy just cold cocking a dude in the jaw and knocking him out. And she starts like talking about like uh, this guy Tono, I think his name is, like this MMA fighter. She like worships and watches all of his fight. And they're like, God, you're weird. I was like, I wish they I like kept talking about this part of her personality because <laughs> we've never seen an anime girl who fucking likes MMA fighting. That's so interesting. Yeah. With like some of the other shows I mentioned that are similar to this, we've seen plenty of girls who especially fall into the trope of just like, ooh, ooh I hope lead protagonist boy saves me. And it's like, I love Hayori in this because she's just like, I love fighting. I want to <laughs> fight the monsters. It's like, yes, let's go. 
Um, and her friends start teasing her about that. And uh, while they're walking, we see Yato running around the background, still looking for the cat. Uh, and they ask if there's anyone that she likes her age. And uh, she says no, right as they pass Yato. And they lock eyes. <gasps> Could this be? And we Is see Yato's... <laughs> him? Uh, we see Yato's looking at the cat, my lord, on the other side of the street. Not her. He goes, ah, there's the cat. He goes running across the street to get him. And as he's running across the street, a bus is coming down. Because this idiot didn't look both ways. He's reckless. And Hayori jumps into the street after him, pushes him out of the way uh, to save him from the bus. And fucking dies. Rip. <laughs> Yu Yu Hakusho, we do it again. <laughs> uh, short, short, short series. We're, yeah. And we're done. I thought done. this was an interesting short film that we watched. <laughs> uh-huh. It's a good about like eight minutes. Solid, solid pace. Um, but no, we see uh, Yato and her roll to the other side of the street. And she kind of like berates and be like, what are you doing? You're supposed to look both ways before you cross the street. You could have gotten hurt. And he's like, oh, you mean like you did? And kind of points back and we see her body passed out in front of the bus and everyone running around her to see if she's okay. Uh, and then uh, we see uh, cut to the hospital. We see Hayori uh, waking up and she seems to be okay. Her parents are there. Surprisingly, both parents. Mm-hmm. Wild. Very rich, apparently. Very, yeah. Her The doctor that's checking her out to make sure she's okay is her dad, and apparently they own the hospital. Um, Insane. <laughs> it, it's so wild. Like, it doesn't really come into play at all in the series. Like, you really don't see much more of her home life. But it's just wild to me to see, like, both parents. Yeah. And they're not, like, struggling to make ends meet. It's just, like, it just it, she has a life. It ain't yeah. great. We're not going to focus on parents. that. For- don't worry about them. They're doing Don't worry fine. about them. <laughs> so just rare. Just a quick, like, don't worry. We're not doing the trope. Okay, back to the show. M- moving on. <laughs> and uh, when she wakes up, she asks about the guy that she saved from the bus, if he's okay. And one of her friends over there is like, oh, there was... No one else there. It was just you. And the other friend was like, I thought I saw someone, but I can't really remember. Like, nah, nah, there's no one else there. Uh, so Hayori stays at the hospital, recovering overnight. And at night, we see uh, a bunch of the floating eyeballs uh, appearing again and rolling around in like this void space. And Hayori wakes up to uh, the sound of a bunch of desperate cries, pleading for help. A bunch of different voices saying, like, they can't handle it, and they need someone's help, and they can't get through this, and blah, blah, blah. And uh, we see the clock hit, like, 2 a.m., and uh, Yato, who uh, <laughs> really lift up her sheet a little bit, Yato's, like, in her bed, like, underneath the sheet, and he goes, like, ah, so you hear voices of the far shore as well. And she immediately, like, jumps out of her bed and gets on the couch and starts, like, hissing like a cat. <laughs> and uh, she's, like, screaming at him, telling him to get out and stuff, and... Uh, he thanks her for saving him, but he didn't need it. it. It wasn't really a risk for him, but he he appreciates the effort. And she asks who he is, and he says he is Yato. He is a god. And immediately cuts to her like on the phone calling the cops, being like, "Yeah, there's a crazy <laughs> guy in my hotel, in my hospital room, saying he's a god." Um, and he says, "No, no, no. He's like an up and coming god. Like he doesn't. She doesn't know about him. Not many people do. But he's, you know." He's an underdog. He's going to make a name for himself, and everyone will know his name someday. And uh, right now, he's just kind of a bum in a tracksuit, though. He's got, like, a ripped-up scarf. Uh, and he asked her name, uh, and he came came to check up on her and make sure, you know, no one died on his account. 
uh, and he's like, we see her, we see him eating like her get well fruit basket and shit while he's talking. He's you know mooching off any food he can get. Damn, edible arrangements, y'all got everything. <laughs> shit, you are rich. She's <laughs> like thirty seven dollars for a small one. It's insane. It's fruit. Go to a farmer's market. Um, and he's like, all right, glad to see you're okay. And then jumps out the window. And uh, right as he jumps out the window, she's like, oh, wait, I still have questions. And then she kind of, like, just falls asleep mid-sentence. Uh, and then we see some days later, a uh, new day at school. Hayori's back. She's out of the hospital. Uh, but she's getting hit with these, like, drowsy spells where she's just, like, kind of struggling to stay awake. It's kind of just falling asleep randomly. And she can't quite remember meeting Yato. She's like, I, I feel like there was this guy. And, like, we see her looking out at the gym class. Uh, outside practicing in the track suits and she's like something about track suits like she's got a vague recollection of it and then on her way home she sees the missing cat poster again for my lord mm-hmm. and uh she's like oh something seems familiar about this maybe maybe if i find that cat it'll trigger more memories but maybe there's something you know deep in here i gotta figure it out uh, so she goes running around the city looking for the cat and at the same time we see yato is also uh, still looking for the cat. He has a bunch of, like, catnip tied to a string. And he's just, like, waving it around trying to attract him. Uh, and eventually he walks in the alleyway and sees, My lord. He's like, Ah, oh, there you are, you little bugger. Uh, but the cat's hissing at something. He's like, Oh, what are you hissing at? And when he turns the corner, he sees a bunch of the floating eyeballs we've seen throughout the episode. He's like, Oh, cool, you've aggravated them. And picks up the cat and starts running as uh, all the eyeballs start, like, darting at him and starting to t- attack him. And uh, we see him uh, running around, like, jumps over a fence, and he goes to, like, a cabbage patch, and he runs into this, like, giant ghost frog with, like, eight legs. And he's like, oh, great. I can't fight this thing. I don't have my regalia. So, gotta run. Uh, but right as he goes to run, hey, Yori's there. And she's got a tail. Interesting. And, uh, yeah. And uh, we, uh, we see her, like, as he's about to run, he's, like, slipping, and she pulls him out of danger, so she saves him uh, again at the last second. Uh, and uh, they start running from the frog, who, like, catches him off guard, uh, and she ends up doing one of the signature moves of, like, the MMA fighter she likes, <laughs> and just, like, cracks the frog's face in half to, like, where it's distorted and has to, like, reform, uh, but, like, sends him flying with it. And she's like, oh. Hell yeah. I don't know what happened, but I guess I'm strong now. I'm powerful. <laughs> I can see. I can, I can fight. fight. <laughs> and uh, she's like, all right, let's fucking go. And uh, Yato pulls her back. And I was like, no, no, no. We got to run. Don't, you know, don't get too big for your britches. We got to bail. Uh, so they run off somewhere safe. And once they're protected, they're like, all right, we lost the frog. We're good. And she says she has uh, questions for him uh, now that she finally tracked him down. Now she actually remembers him. And he points out, like, oh, what's with the yellow thing back there? She's like, what? Oh, I got a tail now. He's like, oh, no, no, no. That's not a tail. That's your soul escaping from your body. He's like, oh, you you mean that body over there? He's like, yeah, that one. And we just see her passed out body, like, (laughs) draped over the fence. Uh, She was, like, climbing the fence and passed out, like, mid-climb. And the tail we see is actually just, like, the tether of her soul to her body. If her soul is a cat tail... Does that mean she's a furry? (laughs) She did have a very cat reaction when she first met Yato. So we do see another time where she gets mad in her soul form and her tail gets all puffed up and then her hair 
also gets puffed up into like cat ears. Uh, it's it's not a hard claim to make. I don't know mm-hmm. if it's definitive. I don't know if it's canon, but mm-hmm. it's a very easy claim. So maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, We're on to uh, you. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, once she realizes her, uh, her soul, or she is her soul, and her body is asleep, her soul then falls asleep and like falls into her body, like collapses into it, and. We see, we come back to, like, a little boy at his house being like, Oh, man, I sure do miss my cat. And his mom's like, don't worry, he'll come back someday. Uh, and we hear, like, the doorbell ring, and he goes to answer it. And it's my lord. Yay. Yay. And the little boy picks up the cat, and he's like, Thanks, Yato, I knew I could count on you. Uh, so it's clear he he's the one that made the call. And uh, after that, we see Yato is carrying Hiyori back home. And she wakes up like, while he's walking her back and he's like carrying her on his back and she you know, freaks out starts hitting him and stuff like screaming at him to put her down and uh, Yato says like yeah you that tail thing you have that's your soul that's super important don't let anything happen to that if you're in your you know soul form uh and now because of your weird death quote near death experience you're part phantom so we got that trope of a main character being a th- part th- of the thing they're fighting against. Mm. Similar to Jujutsu Kaisen. Similar to Bleach. Similar to... <laughs> you know, like, it's all very similar to these uh, types of shows. And he says, uh, Phantoms are beings from the far shore. They're on the near shore. It's kind of like the living and dead world. And uh, f- for her, she's somewhere in the middle of it. So she can walk around as a human, and then in her soul form, she can interact and see phantoms and stuff. And uh, she asks for help, uh, putting her back to normal. She doesn't want this. She wants to just be human again. He says, cool, that's fine. If it's a wish, you'll have to pay up this much. And raises uh, f- you know, his whole hand, five fingers on his hand. And she's like, what? I don't have $550,000. I can't afford that. And he's like, oh, no, like... You got like you five yen. Understand? You grossly exaggerate how cheap I am. Uh, you got like five cents. You got five yen. <laughs> I'll do it for that. I'll do it for a nickel. And she's like, "Oh, uh, yeah, I got change." And tosses him a coin. He's like, "Ha ha! Wish, wish fulfilled. Wish granted. Uh, I'll get to work on it now that our fates are intertwined." And that's episode one. Mm. Ooh. Uh, so we start out episode two. Uh, where Hiyori is still adjusting to her, uh, you know, sort of uh, now ghost narcolepsy, uh, <laughs> where uh, we there. see her uh, in the bath, her body fell asleep, and her soul, she just can't figure out how to get back in, uh, so she just starts bathing as a phantom. Uh, so um, she uh, wakes up in class and is scolded by the teacher. Apparently, she's now just falling asleep all over the school. So everyone's like, hey, you, you, you good? You sick? <laughs> uh, go home. Uh, uh, we see she's sleepy in the locker room uh, and she starts seeing phantoms. I uh, started uh, just habitually uh, was writing like seeing spirits. And then had to go back in my notes and be like, nope, uh, there's a difference. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, gotta clear that um, up now. Actually, uh, mm, uh, quit generalizing. Uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, uh, she's doing a little bit of uh, monologuing to the audience, being like, yeah, I'm starting to see phantoms. 
Uh, they're uh, just everywhere in the world, but only I can see them. Uh, and uh, before she knows it, uh, she is seeing a phantom in the locker room, like tries to talk to it, looks back, her body fell asleep. Oh, uh, embarrassing. Ha, uh, beans. So her uh, friends have to carry her body home. True ride or die. Friends <laughs> to be like, All right, you passed out. I guess I'll just drop Let's go. your doorstep. Yeah, they're really like, you're weird, but we love you. <laughs> We're stuck with you. I mean, we've all been to college. You know, sometimes your buddy just passes out. You just got to drop him off at home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, she is starting to... Uh, Enjoy her phantom time. She's like dancing on power lines because she can just float <laughs> around and stuff. So uh, she's having a grand old time. Uh, and here we get sort of like an info dump where uh, uh, we start getting the explanation. So I'll start uh, glossing over that. Uh, so we see a bunch of big phantoms over the city, and she says, like, yeah, Yato uh, was walking me through all this stuff. So basically, uh, uh, phantoms are over here like the worlds are intertwined a little bit but the only people that can see phantoms uh, are other phantoms uh, small children and animals or people like me stuck between the two shores uh, and we see there are like big clusters of it looks like a like, group of birds uh, mm-hmm. just like swirling around above the city but uh, she says, oh, that is a storm. That is like a physical phantom manifestation of despair. And uh, it uh, just clings over the city and attracts phantoms. Uh, so those are like the energy hotspots for them. Uh, so Literal uh, bad vibes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so uh, she gives Yato a phone call and is like, hey... What's up? Just want to check in. And uh, it's been two weeks and you haven't helped me. What are you doing? I'm, <laughs> I'm dying. I am literally dying every day, but people just think I'm passing out. Uh, can you help me? Uh, and he's like, I'm super busy right now. And we see him just graffitiing his phone number all over the subway to get more business. Uh, and then uh, she's like, oh, uh, it's been two weeks. I don't think you can help me. Are you even a god? And at that, he just teleports to her uh, instantly and is like, uh, yes, actually, yes. Uh, fuck you for doubting me. Uh, and uh, uh, she's like, w- uh, aren't you just a phantom? What's the difference? And he's like, well, uh, similarities, but like, I am from the far shore. I am a god of war, uh, trademarked by Sony. TM, TM, TM. <laughs> but I'm not I don't follow all those phantom rules we're just from the same place uh, and while they're talking her body falls asleep again when she doesn't pay attention and he's like hey that's kind of a problem because uh, you uh, being both alive and dead are very uh, tempting to phantoms they're gonna try to corrupt you and steal your life powers and stuff uh, so he's like, uh, yeah, I'll help eventually. Uh, uh, I, I just gotta keep uh, doing some odd jobs first. I gotta save up for this, this shrine. And he pulls out his like wine bottle full of coins, and he's like, ah, <laughs> fantasizing about the luxurious palace he'll have. You guys know those like giant plastic Coke piggy banks? I wish it was yeah. one of those. 
I had a giant like crayon one that was like three feet tall. Mm. Uh, I filled it one, up one time and nearly broke my foot trying to lift it. Oh my god! <laughs> Those things get so heavy. Uh, for us, it was always just like used like water cooler tanks. Oh and yeah, they would never. You couldn't fill them up all the way, but <laughs> it would get like a quarter of the way up, and it's like, yeah, I think it's time. Yeah, it's it's, it's time. And bulky. <laughs> We can no longer vacuum around it and move it, so <laughs> you might as well dump it. You lift uh, it up. Wait, this carpet used to be white? Why is it green now? <laughs> uh, so uh, we see uh, he's really delaying because since he's missing his regalia, he isn't super powerful. So uh, he mentions uh, to her, like, yeah, I got to find this thing. Uh, and... The, it's a spirit. I just gotta find something, and uh, I'll be able to be useful again. Oh, got a phone call. Bye, and just disappears. Uh, so she's like, "All right, well, if he's looking for a thing, but not looking hard because he's doing odd jobs, I guess I'll I'll help myself and find a regalia for him." So uh, she just starts going around to phantoms, just the cute little guys, the little friends uh, all about town. And it's like, hey, uh, I, I know this cool guy. Do you want to be forever? <laughs> hey, hey, where are you going? Why was that not appealing to you? No, no, no. He's really cool. He just wears the same tracksuit like all the time. But like, he he's so, so bad. Cool. <laughs> it's like trying to hook your friend up. Like, no, no, I, no he's like, he's charming. <laughs> no, he sucks. He's got charisma. He uh, but yeah, so uh, we see that urgent odd job that Yato had to do. Uh, he got called to fix a leaky faucet <laughs> in a bathroom and ended up just deep cleaning it. So the guy's <laughs> like, oh my god, you're amazing. All this for literally a nickel? Wow. This is uh, not smart on your part. <laughs> I have to tip you. Here's a beer. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a beer I already start drinking. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's only a little bit of backwash. I think you're fine. Uh, I'm sure but, it's a God thing. Like, you know, they make a wish at a shrine. But yeah, he could definitely be charging more for the shit he does. Like, <laughs> 20 bucks. Yeah, if there's, like, legal rules around, like, wishing wells, sure. But yeah. he does have a small business where he's just <laughs> plastering his phone number up. He Girl could boss. raise the rate. <laughs> like, even just saying, like... Give me a hundred yen. Give me a dollar. That's that's twenty times more than he's charging right now. Yeah, he's got that bottle full of coins, which is probably close to like maybe twelve dollars. Like yeah. the whole thing. Uh, so uh, we see him. He goes back. Uh, he's basically squatting at an old abandoned shrine since he doesn't have his own. He just gets a little drunk. Um, and uh, he's like, oh, yeah, blah, 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 just uh, complaining. Oh, it's not going well. Uh, uh, then he already calls him and is like, hey, uh, while you were fucking around, I did your job for you. I think I found you a uh, regalia. Come here. <laughs> and he's like, oh, damn, cool. And teleports to her. And she's like, ta-da, I found you a friend. And it's a big, angry crab. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm I'm playing Elden Ring right now, and I was fighting a crab myself not too long ago. They're so ago. mean. They're so mean. 
I I can tell his fear because when a crab just pops out of nowhere when you were not expecting a giant crab, <laughs> I get it. So, oops, all crab. It's a scary concept. <laughs> happens to the best of us. Uh, uh. So, uh, he's like, uh, no. I think there was a misunderstanding. That is not a spirit. Run away right now. <laughs> uh. So uh, they uh, just start running and start getting chased by this angry crab. And he's like, hey, no, it can't be a phantom. It has to be a spirit. There's a difference, you dumb idiot. How could you not get that? How could you start writing your notes calling them spirits when they're clearly different things, Patrick? (laughs) Um, So uh, as uh, they start running away, she's like, Oh shit! I left my body back there. Oh, uh, oh no! <laughs> ah, I beans. gotta get that at some point. Um, so as they're running away, uh, she's like, "Oh wait, I'm in ghost mode. I I'm literally going ghost. I can do Danny Phantom <laughs> power shit and just remembers she doesn't have to follow gravity and just like jumps up to the top of a building." And she's like, yeah, I'll I'll fight this off. I'm clearly strong and good. So, yeah, uh, fuck you. I can take care of myself. Uh, but as she starts fighting, we see the crab is is aiming for her butt. Not in a gross way. Just, <laughs> oh, thank God. The tail. They, yeah, they had so many opportunities to be like, they want your butt. I mean your tail. Uh, but <laughs> luckily, they spare us. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. um, uh, so, uh. Yato pulls her away and is like, oh, this is a bad idea. I'll explain later. And uh, he, like, kicks off one of its legs and it uh, flees for a moment. Uh, and in that fight, he uh, Yato gets bitten by the crab. Naturally, uh, the worst thing to worry about with crabs are their teeth. <laughs> Notorious crab mouth. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you for the episode name. <laughs> it's also my rap name. Hmm. Notorious C R A B. They go and hide uh, in like a suburban area, and uh, he's somehow injured. Uh, and he's like, "Oh yeah, uh, I mentioned there's like corruption, and uh, like these phantoms leave like negative, uh, essentially spirit diseases on you. So he is blighted, uh, and it will spread and." eventually take over him if untreated so talking about uh, Elden Ring I'm just thinking of Blight Town from Dark Souls <laughs> we all know how bad Blight is in that uh, uh, if, if if it spreads any further my frame rate will significantly <laughs> drop the particle effects are just too much for my console <laughs> uh, so uh, this is where he explains like yeah so uh, that tail is not uh, your furry uh, side coming out that is uh, your lifeline and tells her if that gets cut you die f- you die in the game you die for real <laughs> you die in real life yeah. uh, so uh, he's like alright uh, uh, just let me explain that there's a quick quick pause in the fight okay crab's back let's keep running <laughs> I had to Part get two. this narrative out real quick uh, and as they're uh, running and starting to get chased again out of the corner of his eye, ooh, spotted from a mile away by a vending machine, <laughs> three blocks away, he sees it. Ah, the answer. Finally, a spirit. It's just a just a little itty bitty speck of light, just mm-hmm. kind of like a Miyazaki, like a, a, so, 
dust spirit thing, but glowing. So it's uh, sprite. sprite. Yeah. yeah. Like a little dandelion head. Mm-hmm. And he's like, ooh, uh, it looks young. It looks to be, like, teen-aged. So, interesting dynamic. Hmm. Uh, so, uh, he goes over and uh, does a ritual, and he's like, hey, spirit, I see you're, you, you're alone. Let uh, Swear yourself to me. I will take care of you. Be my servant. Bond yourself and be my regalia. Does the whole ritual whatever. Uh, and as he's doing it, he gets eaten by this crab, Crap. and then... Oh, we see all oh, the transformation. This spirit turns into a kick-ass katana. Nice. Uh, he's able to just cut him, cut himself out. It's uh, it's not like a full katana. They point it out. It's like the naked. It's just the blade wrapped up in like linen. There's no handle. There's no hilt. And it's like, damn, <laughs> that must hurt like hell to wield. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very. Uh, pretty easy to rectify that you would think more than just cloth but uh, all right just uh, stick it in like a tube of styrofoam <laughs> just like a pool noodle yeah <laughs> uh i was just thinking of like a big tube of like mini m&ms just like as a handle. Uh, it's a giant mini m&m tube well they call them giant m&ms no it's mini m&ms it it's just large it's a big <laughs> tube of mini m&ms <laughs> i don't know i've been explaining this to you for 15 minutes i don't know why it's not sinking in. i can't eat the big m&ms they hurt my teeth <laughs> the shells I are too hard start doing surgery on you until you understand this now please <laughs> listen once more why isn't the anesthesia working <laughs> Uh, uh, so, uh, big crab friend, friend, nope, wrong, uh, <laughs> big crab enemy is gone, so, uh, he goes back to the, uh, shrine, uh, he's washing away the blight, uh, it's like holy water, right? No, it's, it's just water, yeah. uh, and, uh, uh, he already gets her body back and joins him, and, uh, they're like, okay, now let's meet this spirit, and uh, uh, we see that oh, it's just a, a, a teen named Yuki. Uh, that's, that's the real body form. And Yato is like, oh, you poor thing. Here is my jacket. I swear to protect you and take care of you. And we end on, you're not my real dad. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, yes, perfect. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Bring that attitude. Oh, your jacket stinks like sweat. It's like, oh, God. (laughs) Bringing that back. Uh, So, in the beginning of episode three, Yato is now looking for an outfit for Yuki, but he continues to be picky. Uh, And he wonders why he can feel the cold and says it doesn't make sense considering how long he's been dead. And I'm sure the show will tell us what that means in the future. (laughs) Didn't elaborate in this episode. Nope. Um, they go to a cafe, and by that I mean they eat in an alley beside a cafe. <laughs> uh, Yato gives him a single small fish, and then a cat steals it. Um, and he, Yuki is just, you know, he looks like he's probably like 13 or 14, so he's got attitude. Dude. <laughs> and Yato tells him what being a regalia means, and that he's his master now, and that he's got to listen to him. But Yuki's like, pfft. Nah. <laughs> I didn't choose this life. Yeah. Um, 
And he's like, I can't believe you're living this way if you're a god. And then Yato spray paints his info on a wall like he does. <laughs> tag um, it, tag it. And Yuki's like, are you a real god? And Yato's like, yeah, I'll prove it. And to prove it, he makes Hiori buy them real food. <laughs> um, so the waitress comes and brings Hiori a cup of water. And then she's like can I get anything else for you? And then Yato is like, yeah, can we get two more cups of water? And the waitress is like, oh yeah, sorry. I didn't see you guys. And she's like, oh, Hiori is like, oh, I thought you guys were like invisible. And he explains that they're not invisible, just hard to notice. And then he compares it to like how many waitresses Hiori thinks are in the restaurant versus how many there actually are and how they just blend into the background. And then he like takes it a step further in explaining it. And I'm like, that's enough. We got it. Like, we get it. You don't memorize every stranger on the street. We're like the... We got... Okay. It's okay. We got it. The, re- the waitress example was enough. I um, figured it was just Hayori because she's upper class because her dad owns a hospital and she's just... Doesn't think of the help <laughs> too much. <laughs> she doesn't notice the wait staff. Um, so they get a bunch of food and chow down. Um, once they're done, Yuki and Hiori are outside and he thanks her for the food. She introduces herself. Um, and Yuki is like, well, how do you know Yato? And she says, well, I'm trying to get him to help me get like my regular body back. Um, and she like wants to ask him like when he died or how he died. And she's like, so what were you doing before? <laughs> what, <laughs> what are your hobbies? did you do? <laughs> Ghost? Um, and he says that all he can remember is that he died and then he woke up in Yato's hand and he doesn't remember being alive. Uh, and they're hanging out with the cat that stole his fish and Yuki kind of looks over at Hiori and he's like getting a crush. And at that moment, Yato comes out of the cafe and he's like, God fucking stop being gross and uh, (laughs) having a teenage crush, you dirty boy. Cause I know what you're thinking. And it's like, Oh fuck. (laughs) Bonk, go to horny jail. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And then they bicker. Uh, um, Yato gets a call, and uh, they transport on over, and Hiyori, like, tags along at the last minute, because she's like, wait, the fuck? Hold on. What about me? (laughs) Um, But uh, her soul is really the one that tags along, because she has a tail. Imagine going to some restaurant, and you walk out, and some girl is just dead outside on the curb, like uh. a minute ago like, hey what happened here hello um so they transport to a shrine and then a bunch of like shrine maidens are like materializing and then another guy comes did not get his name but he's the god of learning uh and hiori and yuki are starstruck they're like whoa <gasps> you're a real god <laughs> uh and Yato big old is nerd. jealous um and Yato introduces Yuki to the god. The god tells him, the god tells Yuki not to bow because he's a regalia now. And a shrine maiden steps forward and says, it's disrespectful to Yato for Yuki to bow to someone else. And then all of the shrine maidens introduce themselves. There's four or five of them. And they're all the god of learning's regalia. So he's got a whole squad. <laughs> Um, I just love that they, like, Yato's like, yes, I established there's, like, one spirit to one god. And where it's like, no, you just suck. Uh, uh, <laughs> people want to hang out with me, so I have multiple. Yeah. Slow rank. Look at my bitches. <laughs> I do like how they're introduced as, like, 
a pop group or like a, a Sentai team. Yeah. It's like, I'm this one and I'm this one. Like the <laughs> Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. Yeah. Um, so Yato's like, okay, why are we here? What do you want? And the God of Learning says, it's exam season, so I've got a bunch of requests. So I thought maybe you could get rid of some phantoms for me, considering I let you sleep in my shrines for free. Um, and he's like gonna pay him, but he pulls out a large bill out of his wallet and he's like, oh, can you make change, Yato? <laughs> um, and then Yuki and Hiori are like, wow, there's a class division even among the gods. <laughs> um, I think and y- then, Yuki says, like, maybe this is why the world's so messed up. It's like, eh, hey, Yuki gets it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Gen Zers, man. <laughs> um, and then the god of learning is like, you can take Mayu with you guys. And Mayu comes out. It's like he has, he's holding, like, a pipe, and then she's the pipe. Um, and... It's the regalia that Yato had in the first episode that quit. <gasps> um, so Yuki and Hiyori are like, oh, you knew Yato? Uh, has he always been terrible? And she's like, yeah, <laughs> actually. Pretty much. Um, and then Yato and Mayu yell at each other. He keeps calling her by her old name. Um, and then Hiyori asks the God of Learning why they have to kill phantoms and he says disorder on earth brings disorder to the heavens and he also tells her that her existence is blasphemous pretty much <laughs> he's like honestly i'm not even thrilled about you existing the fucking god to just say that to someone's face yeah i mean he's a god so yeah i'm not surprised but it's just like damn dude yeah um so they go to some train tracks and mayu tells them about a couple of students who took their own lives. And I'll say right now, I do not like the way they discussed this subject matter in this episode. It felt like a really yeah. weird device for me. I was like, this is weird. I don't like it. Um, so Mayu is explaining that the god of learning put a barrier at the train tracks for phantoms, but it doesn't always work. So they have to de- defeat the phantoms themselves. Um Yato says that if someone wants to die, they should let them. Um, They're useless, dead, or alive if they want to die, because if somebody takes their own life, they can't be regalia. So what use are they? And I was just like, oh, that's fun and cool. Wow. Yeah, there's backstory with Yato about this. It's still not really handled well here. No. "Mm, Not a good introduction to this concept. We don't have that backstory yet. This is just kind of a shitty way of presenting it. Mm-hmm. Um, so Hiyori yells at him, of course. Uh, she runs off, and he turns to leave, and Yuki is like, we should probably go after her. Um, and uh, then we see Hiyori is taking it upon herself to get some phantoms at a train station, but there are way too many, and they push her onto the tracks, and then Yato saves her just in time. Uh, and they're on top of the train and riding toward a big old phantom on the tracks. It's a big old hand. Ah, uh, Wallmaster. Yeah. Um, and it's about to take another person, but Yato slices it up before it can. And then Mayu bows to them and walks off. Mission accomplished. This felt very, like, fast. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was just like, here's the conflict. Okay, it's done. Good job, everybody. And I was like, huh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, the actual mission itself was like three minutes in yeah. the whole episode. Hey, can you find a phantom for me? Yeah, he's right over there. Cool, thank you. 
Great. Done. <laughs> I mean, I guess it makes sense why the God of Learning was like, I'm too busy to handle this small shit. It's, yeah. You, know, you can knock it out real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're talking about what Yato said before, and he says that he doesn't want those guys to see people take their own lives. Hiori realizes that he's talking about the regalia and that they're all super young people who died but, like, didn't take their own lives, so they would probably rather have kept living. So, like, in that moment, we're supposed to be like, oh, my God, Yato is actually super kind that he, like, doesn't want to see these young people, like, have to witness this. And it's, like, it's just such a weird thing. I did not yeah. like it. Yeah, I agree. Um, and Hiori cries. Yato and Yuki try to get her to stop. They don't really know what to do. Um, and then Yato and Yuki are at a shrine that night. Yuki is shivering, and Yato gives him a jacket, and he praises him on his first job as a regalia. And then we see someone watching them sleep in the shadows, and I think it's Mayu, but it feels very ominous. No, different character. Okay. She had yeah. bangs. I didn't... They both yeah, she does bangs. Look, yeah, she does look like Mayu, but yeah, different character. Yeah. And that's episode three. Yeah. Yeah. Are we there yet? Ooh. <laughs> Revving up. <laughs> Uh, he had to buffer right there in the middle. Uh, <laughs> I forgot what the show title was called. <laughs> uh, just frantically Googling. As you're stall, stall, stall. Uh, yeah, I I enjoyed this. Mm. I hey. I think of all of these uh, Bleach, Soul Eater, all of having basically the same concepts, I like that this one, A, doesn't take itself too seriously. They firmly mm. establish... Yeah, the god that we're working with sucks. No one <laughs> likes him. He is an objective failure. So yeah. it doesn't have like the pompousness of like, no, we're doing this to save the good of humanity. It's like, no, I gotta make some bucks. I need a house. <laughs> I gotta make rent. We gotta uh, save the land from this holy war. And he's like, I can't open this cat food can that I need to eat from. <laughs> yeah, uh, like it... It has fun moments, like the music was good, as I mentioned at the top. Uh, like, all of the elements work. Uh, definitely some rocky subject matter, uh, yeah. being a little too cavalier in that third episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I I like all the characters. I like the dynamics that they set up. I think this is definitely interesting. Uh not my type of show, but mm-hmm. of this type of show, this is probably one of the better ones I've seen. Yeah. I had to write down, like, how I felt about the stuff in the third episode. Like, I tried to mm-hmm. accurately express how I feel. And it's just, they used it as, like, a weird side story to deepen Yato's character and, like, show that he does care about his regalia. But it's not because he cares about people taking their own lives because of phantoms. Yeah. And I just thought mm-hmm. that was really weird, and I did not like it. But yeah. in general, yeah, it was yeah, it was fun, you know. Just kind of a yeah. silly take on the on the uh, spirit world fighting ghosts, ghost monster genre. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like the corruption angle of phantoms. Like, I can see why that thought process is like yeah this is something that seems plausible for a thing but it's just like such a like especially in japan a very touchy uh, subject yeah. matter so it's like did you really have to 
set this up and then immediately make a character be like, yeah, fuck them. Yeah. It's like, "Mm, uh, this doesn't feel good. Yeah. Yeah. They show, like, the reveal of, like, he does care. It's like, but yeah, like, deep point out, it's like, he cares about the regalia, which are are essentially tools for him to use, so it kind of makes it in a weird self-serving kind of way as well. Mm -hmm. Like, the mentality is there of, like, yes, their lives were taken, you know, while they were still young and stuff, but it's like, yeah, this really wasn't presented well, because it still just paints him in a bad light, and it's... Like I said, there's backstories to it, but even the backstory, when you have context, is like, it's not great. It doesn't, like, justify him being a dick like this. So it's like, eh. But I will say, luckily, like I said, I've watched the whole series. Um, it, it This doesn't happen frequently. This is definitely one that, like, sticks out more than anything else. So it's mm-hmm. not too often it becomes this, like, kind of the self-righteous note. Um, That's good. Yeah, gotcha. so it's it's infrequent. But, yeah, they do have to have, like, a dramatic moment, <clears throat> you know show the complexity of Yato. And then there's other episodes where he's, like, crawling into a trash can and, like, falling asleep. So, like, Feeding his regalia a single dried fish. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so I'm good to hear. I, I'm surprised. I definitely figured this would be, you know, the type of show both of you would not enjoy, particularly, too, because we've <laughs> watched, like, five of these already. Um, uh, but I'm glad to hear that, because, yeah, I, I think the show does have a lot of good stuff in it, and I do think it's kind of overlooked, Especially by some other stuff that is a lot more popular, not as good. Uh, I won't name names. I already we already did an episode of me screaming about it for an hour and a half. So and you did already name them in this episode. I already named them. I'm a liar. We already established at the beginning of the episode. I lie all the time. Uh, but yeah, I do enjoy it. And like the second season kind of goes more into his backstory, and we kind of get a, a, like other characters. We dig them more into that rather than the Yato himself. Mm. So like they flesh out the world pretty well, and it's it's pretty neat. I, I enjoy it overall. And like I said, I really enjoy just this snotty little gremlin of a god and this like MMA fighting obsessive <laughs> like schoolgirl. Like I'm like this is just a fun dynamic. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's unique. Yeah, it's a good time. And also, music slaps. Yeah, I like all the auto tune. Auto tune's fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, what do we have going on next week? Next week, I really I was looking at lists. I was like, what should we do? And then I ultimately just went on Netflix and looked at their anime list. So we're going <laughs> to watch the first 3 episodes of Great Pretender. Ooh. Yeah. If there's a show you the listener would like us to watch, you can send your recommendations to us. Our email is arewetheryet at gmail.com, or you can reach out to us on Twitter or Instagram at arewetheryet on both. You can find me on Instagram and TikTok at honeyperiod or on Twitter at honeyd8 and honeydart. And honey is spelled H-U-N-N-I-E. You can find me on Twitter. It's a bad place. You can also find me in the Stormfoot Catacombs, wondering why these small stone imps are so goddamn angry at me. <laughs> I'm also playing Elden Ring for anyone who doesn't know. <laughs> I'm not, but Paul is. It's a good time. Yep. Uh, have fun with that, boss. Uh, I gave up. So, <laughs> already beat it. I'm a gamer. <gasps> wow. What? Oh, we'll have to talk later. Uh, thank I you, cheated. <laughs> Thank you to Camille Rulli for our artwork, and thank you to Louis Zong for our theme song stories. You can find all of Louis's music at louisong.bandcamp.com. Thank you, and we hope you'll join us next week as we learn to live with anime. Brendan is my problematic fave. <laughs> I'm no one's favorite, and it's deserving. <laughs> 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 <laughs>